I struggle with seeing it from her perspective because I'm like, uh, if there was nothing but white people in this in this position up until this point, I would have to concede. But when I look at people who've been in that same chair you're complaining about, they black, sister. Yup, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. <laughs> Walker! We finna cool! Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to welcome you guys and thank you for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode. We hope you guys are having a great week. Hope you had a great weekend. And uh, we're back from a week off hiatus and everyone is here. Gatry, how are you, sir? I am great. I'm refreshed and I'm missing a piece of my physical presence right now. And why is that, sir? Because, ladies and gentlemen, Walker is on the boards. <gasps> I'm on the board? The first time in Tipping Point history. I feel like a natural. <laughs> I mean, you, you, have, you have impressed me. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, Thank so, you. so, so listeners, like... In all the episodes, well, not all of them, but most of them, where our sound is like pretty decent for for our OG fans who know our our, our early on, our earlier days. But uh, no, I've run the boards, and um, you know we've talked about Walker running it, and um, I there was a point where I was prepared to deal with it, and I was not prepared today. But I'm glad you just took it from me, and so um, you've given me a growth opportunity. So thank because you. Because it's not like you've been like, hey, Walker, today's a day now. I've had True. to just take because it. I'm it's, I'm attached. It's part of me. I used to sleep with that thing. I can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely believe that. But well, um, we also talked about some some issues you had uh, before recording, right? You remember what those issues were, Black? Oh, man. There was a list. Oh, there, there, we talked. Yeah, I know. I'm about to say, like, where do we start? Control issues. Oh yeah. We talked about yeah. You. Yeah, that was top of the list. Major, yeah. major. Yeah, but, a- but I haven't lost my mind yet. I mean, we're only a few minutes in <laughs> of an no. hour and fifteen to thirty minute podcast. Knowing Ronnie and knowing how he has struggled with control issues, I can really vouch for his growth. Because I feel like he would have lost his cool by now. Okay. So, and then I trust you, Walker. Like, what are you gonna do? With- you trust me? Yes, I trust you. Now, if Black was on the board, <laughs> I'd be on the red <laughs> page right now. <laughs> so, can I just start randomly pushing buttons? Just yeah, go the- for I- it. I go for it. <laughs> have a Is breakdown. It- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, go for it. <laughs> Oh man, but but you've been doing well. Hey, yeah. you you. The reason we didn't record is because somebody was on a vacay. Yeah, I was a vacay. Vacay was great, Walker. Uh, the family. You was in my favorite part of the world. Is Destin really your favorite part oh, of the man. globe? Liddy, no, love Destin. Destin's not that great. Globe? Yeah, 
well, not the best. But it's one you. of the best. It's Thank one of the best. You. But nah, Destin, it's my little piece of heaven, though. True. I do enjoy Destin a lot. Destin is good a, to us. I have uh, a question to ask you once you go over your uh, wonderful weekend. Okay. Yeah, we uh, we went down for the Fourth of July holiday family trip. Uh, had a good time, man. Uh, spent a lot of time at the beach. A lot of pool. people down there. Actually, in the part of Destin we were. Oh, you was in the bougie part. No, (laughs) no Negroes allowed. (laughs) Just just a few, (laughs) only a few. Not. (laughs) Oh, said when the inkwell. No, no, not even close. But no, we the uh, the resort we stayed has private beach access. Privileged Negroes welcomed. (laughs) Is that our title? (laughs) Um. I would hit the laugh button so bad. The reflex is the reflex. I can't turn it off. Uh, but nah, nah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we have ac- we had access to this private beach, so uh, that part wasn't crowded. Now logistically, going down there and coming back. Yeah. Well, no, not going because we we left early enough on that Thursday. I think. Oh, you left Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So nobody was on the roads. So it was, a lot was of a big deal. Out. But a lot every of people out on Friday. Right. Everybody came back Monday, and so did we. So, uh, from from Georgiana to Montgomery took us two hours. Yeah, that's just how bad the stop and go was. Mm. Yeah, which normally for people that don't live here and know the geographics, from uh, Montgomery to that exit is like a little under twenty minutes, twenty to thirty minutes. It's not so, bad. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad at it's all. Not bad. I, yeah. I know exactly what exit you're referring to. Right. So, um, so yeah, but we made it back. I mean, it took us a long time coming back, but good trip. Um, Good family time. Got some got some great words of affirmation from YG uh, the day after we came back. Yeah, it was so weird. Uh, not weird. Uh, but I was taking him to camp the following day. I think that was Tuesday. I can't even keep track of time. And uh, on the way there, he, he was like. he wasn't that bad of a coach? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, and I can't repeat it. It, it, the was, sa- it was right there. I had to take it. Go ahead. I can't repeat it the same way this uh, soon-to-be eight-year-old said it, but it was just, he was very appreciative of it. And he just, he, he, he said how much he loves the beach and he loved the fireworks and he loved having that time with us. That's going to stick with him the rest of his life. You think so? Absolutely. The beach trip of 2021. The reason, the reason why I enjoyed Destin so much is that was one of the, like, the trips that stood out of my mind with my family when we first went. Wow. When I was like school. So that's why I say it like that. I wow. think what y'all are doing is going to imprint in his mind. Like he's, he's probably, if he's enjoying himself the way that he is, he's, he's probably like the reason why, like I like the mountains. The mountains are cool. But if you give me the mountains versus beach, I'm taking beach 11 times out of 10, just because of the experiences that I've had from a child to now. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just, I, I think those, those are going to be memorable moments in his life that, gotcha. that he's going to refer back to. One, one of the things that um, he and I worked on that he wanted to do for this trip leading up to it is he wanted to narrate it like on video. So I had, really? I had my camera gear, I had him mic'd up and uh, he narrated uh, certain parts of our family vacation from the night before, you know, his feelings and thoughts and then the morning of and then even, you know, uh, several different parts of the days while we were down there. Oh, cool. And so so what's great is with him is um, he wants to be involved in the editing process. And we've started that now. We've got a lot of footage, <laughs> but um, he's been very instrumental, very vocal in how he wants this production to be. And, and um, uh, I wouldn't say every night this week, but the nights that we've had to work on it. He's sitting right there next to me, and he's like, Daddy, 
Uh, let's take that out. Daddy, can we put this here? Daddy, can you, can you do this sound effect? Like he's into it. So that's been cool. It's been a, another opportunity to spend time with him. Uh, and we're, yeah, we're shaping this family video that he essentially is directing and producing. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, some of the stuff he wants me to do, I, my skill set is there. <laughs> but who knows? He right. may learn it himself. That's true. It That's true. That's true. I won't doubt him. That's awesome. But yeah, great, great time. I've, I've got uh, a story to tell you about the trip once we get done uh, exchanging pleasantries with everyone else. Happy belated birthday, Walker. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You look like you've gotten younger since I last saw you. Well, thank you. <laughs> but I know how your genetics are. Your dad looks like he's 17. But... <laughs> The Black Benjamin Button, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Black, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's been uh, like the past two weeks been really good for like sports and watching like the Copa America and South America and the Euro Championships in Europe and got the NBA Finals. So like the past three weeks have been great for sports. So you've been enjoying yourself. Oh, yeah. Good deal. Good deal. We ain't gonna, I don't know if we're going to talk about sports much today. I think we got a lot of other things to cover. We, we, do. we got some things related sports, somewhat sports related. Um, my question for you, though, Gatry, is your two favorite places to eat in Destin. Go. Ah. Go. Boardwalk Cafe. Okay. Rotulas. Okay. Rotulas is where? Is it is that beach it's it's, side? It's on scenic, yeah. Um <clears throat> we didn't eat at either place. <laughs> but, but but yeah, but if it's if it's wifey and, and I her, we're, and we're, her, we're making yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for yeah. sure. Now, with the kids, you gotta, you know, right. yeah, account for them. And uh well Boardwalk we couldn't have done because it's at a couples only uh place down there that we go to. But uh but yeah, those are my two favorites. Is it excluded? Like are you is it is it open? To the we, public, like the this, boardwalk, yeah. No, uh, well, I guess privileged Negroes. I guess. Well, <laughs> it's it. So, so you know, you know the Henderson Beach, Henderson Beach Inn, where we've stayed before, Henderson Park Beach Inn, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That's the couples only. Mm. So that company has since built a resort called the Henderson that is family friendly. Mm. So they're like a half a block from each other. Okay, but um, to answer your question. When you're staying at the inn, the couples only, you I, I believe you have to be staying there to make a reservation at Boardwalk. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, gotcha. board, Boardwalk is just it's it's in this inn, and it's just one of those places where uh, the menu's limited. They're they're serving you the little stuff in between each each course of the meal. The chef is coming out and conversing with you. It's a culinary experience, and just off in the in the distance, you see the beach and you can hear the waves. It's incredible. Nice, yeah. Nice. So yeah, cool. Rotulas is just good eating. <laughs> you uh, you said you had a something to mention. Yeah. Did you tell us how you were? Uh, no. Okay. You did not. Uh, I'm doing well. Had a really good birthday. Okay. It was just kind of chill. Just got to do a lot of things that I wanted to do. Uh, we went up to Huntsville to my favorite restaurant. Um, Connors. There you go. Okay. Remember, good job. Yes, dude. You've talked in depth about Connors, so it's hard to forget. Um, 
It got caught up in traffic too, heading up there. It was weird. It was weird. We missed our reservation, but you know, no. we, were, we were up there, so it was like, why not? We walked yeah. around, um, just spent some great time, me and the wife together. Uh, got in, was able, they was able to fit us in eventually. Nice, amazing. Eating. Okay, it was, it was it was worth all the traffic and the swerving in and out of traffic uh, to try to get there and miss the reservation. It was all worth it. Okay, had a good birthday though. You got the steak. <laughs> They serve other things? Yes, they have chicken. Chicken right. steak? <laughs> steak chicken. Chicken fried steak. <laughs> man, on Google reviews, Connors has 4.7. Connors is that deal, man. He told me about it years ago, it's, and we tried it. It's, and, it's, yeah. Oh, you, so you, oh yeah. yeah, we've been once. But, yeah, Connors is that deal. Yeah, it's, yeah. Shout out to the HSV. We need to make a trip up there again. Yes. It's long overdue. But you had something to ask me. Yeah, no, no, I was going to share something with you. I was going to share something with y'all. So, okay, so on our on our beach trip, <laughs> on the way back, we get a flat tire, right? So, um, we we're in we're actually in the drive-through line at Wendy's because we came back that Monday after the fourth, and nothing's open. Like we thought we could we could count on Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A was closed in observance of the fourth. Who who would have known? Hmm. But anyway, Wendy's was open, and they were serving up the honey butter chicken biscuits or whatever. Those, those major bag alert. Yeah, they were terrible. Um, <laughs> but no, but no, but no. So we, we have a flat, the little thing in the truck is telling me, hey, whatever. So I go out there, look at it. Can't see like whatever. Anyway, so I, I get back in the car and I look at my wife and I'm like, I'm about to change this flat. But um, I just got a, her, her truck has an app, right? With the owner's manual on it. And it's got videos and stuff like that. Because I didn't know how to get the spare from under the truck. Uh, so I had to watch the video on how to do that. And so um, I saw I've, I saw the video, figured out what to do, and I go to change this thing out. The bottom falls out. Uh, the bottom falls out. So uh, Nice. Yeah, so I'm back there changing the tire, torrential downpour. I'm just, like, dripping. I'm rolling all over the ground. I mean, at one point I rolled into a puddle, you know, like, whatever. So... About 20 minutes in, my wife comes out with an umbrella, and she asks if I need any help. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. You still trying to get the... the no, no, 20 minutes to the whole process. Like, at this point, I am, like, you, tightening you, the bolts on the spare. Like, I've gotten the old one off. I, I think that I'm at that point in the process. And so I'm like, nah, I'm good, you know, but thank you. Um, I, I think I can figure everything else out from here. <laughs> I may or may not have said, go back in the car and deal with the boys. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't count when it's raining. I didn't say it just like that, but it was it was something to the effect of get "I got this." Get out of here, <laughs> man! Business. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I uh, Wendy's graciously let me go in to the bathroom, change clothes because I was drenched. Whatever, I come back, uh, we're ready to go hit the road or whatever. And so, um, <laughs> my wife asked me. She says, "Why? Why didn't you? Why didn't you need me to help?" And I was like, well, I had it under control. Like, I mean, I've changed the flat before. It's not a, it's not a big deal. The, was it that you didn't need help or is it the way you said it? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that meant. <laughs> but it, it, it got it. It took us into this conversation of. Why? Why doesn't. Why is it automatically assumed that the man is going to change a tire? Uh huh. And so uh, I don't know if I gave her physical eye rolls, but like emotionally, I'm like, all I want is the thanks. 
that's what kind of that's like that's what kind of mindset I was in. I didn't say that, but deep down I was like, when she says thanks, we can have this conversation. Like, are we really doing this? Right, right. So, um, and so, so I go on to tell her like, hey, babe, this is like, I mean, I, I am your, I'm your husband. Like, I am here. Like, even if you were by yourself and I was not here, I would try to find a way to get to you to change the tire. Like, that is as part of stuff that men do. Sure. And so she was like, yeah, I appreciate that. But why is it out of the why is it out of the realm of consideration that a woman? And I said, babe, listen, listen, if you were out there in the rain changing that tire and I was <laughs> sitting in the truck or even standing right there, or standing right there. Yeah. I told her, I said, I would castrate myself <laughs> and you'd never see me again. Like, it's just it's not it's not in the code for us. Right. So my wife started questioning the code. Okay. And so, so I asked her, I said, so, so hold on, let, let's rewind this back. Where's this coming from? Did you want to change the tire? Did you want to change it? Because if you wanted to, you still wouldn't have. <laughs> I need to know if it was desire of yours. And she was like, well, I'm not saying that I wanted to, but I would have liked to help. So I'm thinking, okay, so this is what this is about. And she's like, no, 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 no. It's deeper than that. Why is it, why is it assumed that when it comes to this, it's all on the man? And I couldn't like I couldn't articulate an answer that was good enough for her. Like I'm, I keep I keep like <laughs> looking at the situation and zooming out, going to a bird's eye view, and I'm like, how other way? What, what other way could this have gone? Like what, I got my boys looking at me, <laughs> right? You know, and I'm like, oh, don't worry, boys. Your mama gonna change it. <laughs> I mean, just me personally, there has been instances where I can get the lug off. I had to get triple A to do it because sometimes when your tires get changed, they use a machine to put those to things tighten off. them. Yeah, it was yeah. hard getting the lugs off. But who calls? I call triple A. In right. other words, you still handle it. Yeah, yeah. Someone, if you can't get it off, you're going to get someone to get it off. Right. You, you orchestrate all of that. Yes. Yeah. If if you're if you're in my situation, you you handling the whatever that tool is. You handing that to your wife and say, hey, you try to get the lug off. Oh. And did I mention torrential downpour? Listen, I just got a funny visual of, of your wife out there changing it. You kicking your head out. How's it going, babe? <laughs> Good. I, I hold the umbrella for you. Right, right. But it was just it was it's coming down harder out here, huh? Because I really thought it was it was it could have been the way I I dismissed her from. But I, I didn't I didn't part, want her. I, I don't want to get happened. wet like this. It could have been. Again, I think that's fair. I think be like, babe, get back in the car. Yes. Are you serious? That was more the energy that I there had. There you go. There you go. I feel. I, I like you. I'm is, with you. This is man time. This is with, with you. Like it was a non-issue but, to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, uh, why? 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 Uh, what? Forty minutes into to our return back home, are we still talking about? This? What? What is? What is? What are her thoughts? Her thoughts is if if you needed her to get out there and do it, she would do it. Right. My wife has that kind of similar ideal. Right. So, so I, but, I, but again, she understands it. Fall back. But, but Walker, I asked her. I said, "Let's say, let's say I'm not physically with you right now, and you get a flat." Good question. What are you gonna do? Good question. And she said, "Well, I'm gonna call you." Well, <laughs> <laughs> great question. But she said it doesn't mean that I can't change the flat. I said, "Babe, graduated yeah. from the school of Walker." I, I said, "I, like I this said, gantry. babe, I'm never, I've never, I've, I don't want you to think that I'm saying that you cannot change the flat." But I'm telling you, given the environment we were in, I had to handle this. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you finish. Put a bow on this. I'll direct. When you stood in front of her, 
in front of a minister, in front of God, and a crowd on. of witnesses. What was one of the things that you promised to do for Protect? Her? Yeah. Oh, okay. So this was not this was you wasn't hamstrung in, into this type of agreement. This is something you did, you were willingly agreed to do. Correct. Sickness and in health and in downpouring rain. <laughs> right, right. Right. So if you hear about your wife on the side of the road anywhere, I'm dropping everything. You're, you're moving heaven and earth to get to her to help her out and, and make sure she and your boys are good. Correct. Yeah. And it may and it, it and it's important to you. Right. Right? Okay. It's that simple. I think it's just that simple. And I think that's something that as men don't take that away from us. Right. It doesn't mean you can't do it. No one is saying that, but it hits different for us when we know our family is taken care of and because of us. It's a little it hits really differently for us. 100%. Bo activated. All right. Uh, shall we get uh, prayerful and, and talk about who, who we got on the list? Sure. Who do um, you have, sir? Yeah, yeah. This is going so well. Why I'm is your. Sorry. I just don't. Dude, Suzanne Douglas. Did y'all hear about her? Yes, I did. I did. Did. She was an actress, uh, Parenthood, Jason's Lyric, How Stella Got a Groove Back, countless other projects. You, you way too young you talk about 64. a kid who had an issue when i found out that it wasn't really robert townsend's wife in real life hilarious <laughs> hilarious i had an issue i i was young when uh what, what is it the parenthood mm-hmm. i was young when the parents parenthood was on tv so yeah. it was just like wait why is robert townsend with another woman <laughs> But yeah, so that one, that one, yeah, exactly, dude. Your wife is over here because you don't pay attention to the opening credits and the names. You just get into the character. Very beautiful woman, by the way. Yeah, I was just gonna say that, dude. I I always thought she was gorgeous. Very beautiful, just just highly under the radar. Beautiful, but no details about uh, what happened. Um, No details about it, but our thoughts and prayers are with uh, her family, those connected to her. Robert Townsend posted, just spilled his heart on social media, just posting about that. I'm pretty sure it touched other people who worked alongside her the same. Um, So our thoughts and prayers are with her family. Rest in peace, Suzanne Douglas. Uh, I want to pray for Haiti. Um, that was my second one too. Yeah, uh, the president. I, you know how to. Okay, no. all right. The president of Haiti was assassinated in his home. This clearly sounds like the makings of an inside job. Something going on there. Um, more will be revealed in time. Um, I think they have caught some people. Some people of interest. Yeah. About seventeen of them. 17. Oh, I think all of them came into the country. They weren't like Haitian citizens. Oh my wow. goodness! Wow. I think they said like. Of the like seventeen, they have maybe like fifteen of them were like maybe Colombian, and two of them were like had like ties to America. Well, I thought some Did, prayers. Didn't his them. wife get shot too? She got shot, yeah. but she's re- she's expected to recover. Yeah, I think she's okay. recovering in America. Yeah, their, they flew her child. over. Yeah, uh, you think? Lord, yeah. So. Our thoughts and prayers are with that whole country. The the wife, people connected to that situation. That's 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 some wild stuff. You got a you got any more? No, that's all I got. You got a praise report? I don't. Me either. Let's get Doherty. It's okay. Let's get Doherty. Let's get morbid. Morbid? Oh, because of that? 
Well, listen, that's why we pray for people, right? You don't have any praise. You had a great vacation. You want to praise that? You, you, had, a, you had another birthday. Yeah. Okay. I'll just throw out that there was a winner of the uh, Scripps Pelling Bee. First, that's his shout out. Oh, it's not. Is it not? It's not. Go ahead and talk about it. Really? That's the only reason I didn't say anything. I was like, well, that's got Walker written all over it. I Boy, considered it, but I already had a shout out. Were you going to shout it out? No, no, I have a different oh. shout out. Talk about it. I don't no, step on Walker's can, toes can, when it comes to shout outs. You can, you can, uh, everything else, yeah. I believe she was, uh, first of all, she was the first black to, to win it. Yeah. And she's 14 years old and she's from, I believe, Harvey, Louisiana. And Doesn't she have three? Is she in like the, what? I'll name the insignificant stuff. Get to the stuff that people want to hear about. She's why got we, mad. You have to name it if you're the authority on what she's got mad handles. Y'all seen this girl with the basketball? Well, yeah, she has like, I think like three Guinness Did you World just records. interrupt me to tell me that? She, wh- do you know what the records are? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming Gatry knows. No, he just stopped at the handles. <laughs> could you, could you tell? And that's, she can, she can dribble a ball really well. For those <laughs> Cause you got to be specific with that too. Talking about a female, but go ahead. Uh, let me see if I can find her. But I know she had like, she had earned like some. What is Guinness wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Y'all didn't get y'all didn't get caught in the the deep abyss of her basketball highlight videos. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I know that's something you do in your past. She's your very past. talented. Okay, <laughs> I'm. Ha- she she seems like a very gifted girl. Obviously, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so but I, I don't know how after the spelling bee championship, y'all hey, talk listen, about her. Listen, listen, we respect the range, okay? We respect okay. the range. Go ahead, yeah. Bly. She says it says that uh, she holds the Guinness World Record for the most basketball dribbles simultaneously, the most basketball bounces, and the most bounce juggles in one minute. She has more than twenty seven thousand followers on Instagram, and even appeared in a commercial with the NBA superstar Stephen Curry. But no one wants to hear about the basketball. What else you got, Black? The end. Oh. But didn't you interrupt me as I was about to talk about that was a lead-in to, I guess, what you was about to say? No. I don't understand why I didn't bring that up earlier. Discuss the trash. Uh, Walker, we got to start a rage. <laughs> Are we starting there? Or are we going to go with... Shikari. So I guess he's last. Okay. Uh we can go we can go with we can go with it's your go. Okay. I don't even know. I don't even know how to headline this. <laughs> but Rachel Nick <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Nichols. <laughs> Has been under fire recently. <laughs> She's been under fire. Finish it. <laughs> I'll be here whenever you're done. Is this what it feels like, Walker? He wasn't ready. <laughs> he wasn't ready. This is what it feels like. Okay, continue. You want to start over? Take sure. okay. Rachel Nichols, take two. Yes, Rachel Nichols has been under fire about some comments that were leaked about Maria Taylor and ESPN tabbing her as a diversity person. Discuss the trash. Discuss. Okay. Where do we start, Walker? 
<laughs> because I'm all over the place on this. Are we gonna a, keep it? Keep it what? Are we gonna keep this narrow? Or are we gonna? Are we, we gonna can talk? We can talk about the things we, we don't saw this do week. narrow. I know. I just you know th- this morning I was watching some stuff about Rachel's involvement with LeBron's camp and how that that is shaping. I mean that's that's what I'm saying. How wide are we gonna go? Because now, can now just, like Stephen, can, can we just talk about this issue, please? Sure. Okay. Okay. So you're, this this yeah. this actually took place a year ago. A in year the ago. Bubble. Yeah, and it was a it was a phone call and that was recorded, and Rachel didn't realize it was her, recorded. Her, her camera was still on, or something like that. Right, right. And so um, I don't have exactly what she said, but um, it was. Let let me let me go on record by saying this. I don't think Rachel said anything wrong. We'll get to that. Okay, but. She essentially said ESPN is putting Maria Taylor uh, as a sideline correspondent for the finals because of lack of diversity. And I guess, uh, was it a social pressure from the George Floyd? She, I don't know if there was a promise made, but she felt like she was in position to get that spot for the NBA finals. Right, right, right. And then they gave it to Maria Taylor. Right. And because ESPN has done a poor job with handling, I guess, diversity, they felt a need to just do something in the last minute. And Maria Taylor got, in so many words, yeah. she didn't come out and explicitly say it like that. But the 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 undertones of what she was saying was implying that. Maria Taylor was in that position, not her, because of ESPN's need to, for diversity in that situation. Right. Is that fair enough? Yes. Okay. Do you agree? Do I agree with what? With what Rachel said. Or are um, we there yet? I'm not sure if we're there yet. Because we've, I feel like we've laid the groundwork. You said we're, so, we're not, we can't go wide with this. Let's keep it narrow. Well, you, you're talking about stuff she's been a part of. I'm like, no one gives a crap. But <laughs> we don't care about Rachel Nichols and the Illuminati. Well, did you? <laughs> no. Okay. Just, that's how my trail of trail of I media. I know that's why I had to center you. <laughs> okay. So, I, so you don't have a problem with what she said? No, no. So you don't see what the with this outrage? And no, all this is because I, I think it's true. It's I think true. it's true. I think it was it was a reach, spearheaded by ABC, obviously. A reach? Yeah, a reach to say, oh yeah, we're diverse. I really feel like that was it. The George Floyd assassination happens. It turns into this whole race situation. Everybody, I've talked about this before. Everybody scrambles because they want to do the right thing. They want to give off the right appearance, right? right? ABC, ESPN, no different. Especially when you had players outspoken about the outrage and not just George Floyd. Just, you know, other, other racially charged incidents that were happening around the time. So the NBA in this regard essentially puts a lot of pressure on corporations such as ABC and ESPN to do something. And that's all ESPN was doing here, in my opinion. In terms of Rachel Nichols, this was an act of self-preservation. In terms of? You, you Rachel Nichols, feel like you were in line for this opportunity. And then... And we, we only have heard, because I haven't heard anything Maria said. So we only have what we've heard that Rachel said. 
So I feel like Rachel's entitled to feel a way about it, as I as I would if I were to be, you know, snubbed at the last minute for somebody else. Okay. So Rachel calling out ESPN in this capacity, I don't I don't give Rachel any smoke over that. Just me. Um, why do you think there's outrage then? Uh I feel like a lot of it's similar to the Shikari situation. Um, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, okay. We we are we are waiting. We are picking and choosing situations to apply ra- racial bias to. We're 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 hyper focused on it to where we can pick that out of this Rachel Nichols situation. Yes, yes. Is it is I think nothing, that's why people are outraged. Is it just but it's not justifiable in your opinion? Uh no. Mm. Any thoughts, Black? Uh I don't disagree with Gatry. Only thing I have a problem with is this was a private conversation, right? It wasn't meant to be put out. Okay. I don't know issue. how how did that happen? Yeah, that's my issue. Like, that's meant to be a. I don't. I don't see why she should have to apologize for something she thought was a private conversation. That's how I feel about it. I have questions about how it got out for sure, and and whatever. So, so here here here's here's one of the things that I take from this is there is a the culture at ESPN strikes me as a very bad one. I think that goes without saying that you have. We are all three in agreement there. You have, you know what I mean? It, what, I don't know what's going on over at the worldwide leader, but but mm, it's lacking of things that 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 makes for a for high morale. Mm-hmm. I would say, because um, I because to your point, Black, how does that get out like that? And. I, I was I was uh, I was watching something with Dan Lebertard and he had uh, Jamel Hill, he had uh, what's his name? Michael Amina Hassan. You remember? You know Amina oh, Hassan was yeah, yeah. the jump. Yeah, I didn't know he was formerly of ESPN anymore. He's I, not with ESPN not anymore because clearly he's on this talking about ESPN. You wouldn't. So that's when I was like, when did he when did he leave? So yeah. it must have been recent. Okay, and they just alluded to the fact that. ESPN, this is what they do. They're not they're not proactive when it comes to certain things. So when things blow up, they scramble and they just do stuff and react. Again, what I took from that is they have a bad culture over there. Right. There's something with their leadership. It's just even when you look at the Jamel Hill and and Michael Smith situation when they was doing Sports Center and how they just reacted because people reacted to to some of Jamel Hill's tweets like it's just something about the culture over there is is off right right that's one thing I take from it so when Rachel Nichols is speaking about her situation I think her grievance with the fact that she didn't get the position is fair right right where I think she goes wrong is when she points to 
ESPN trying to handle diversity as the reason why she didn't get the position. Because I don't think she can prove that. Now, I don't work over there, but when I look at the the NBA countdown show in the halftime show, Maria Taylor's in that seat, right? The seat she's she was wanting to get, right? The person before her was Michelle Beadle. Y'all remember her? She yeah. used to be on the jump. Michelle her, Beadle? Beadle, I think. I think that's her name. B-E-A-D-L-E. B-E-E-D-L-E. Michelle Beadle. Um, clearly she's that forgettable for you. But yeah. I thought she was I thought she did a fairly decent job. Okay. But her and ESPN parted ways about a year or two ago, which led to this. Uh, but before her, you know who was in that position? Who's that? Sage Steele. Oh. Say what you want about her, because she was definitely player of the week one time. But say what you want about her, but isn't she a black woman? Biracial. She yeah, she would say biracial, but she's considered a what? Gatry? I'm looking at black. She's considered a black woman. Regardless of what she says. Okay. okay. Regardless of what she says, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, you wanna know who else has occupied that same chair in the past? Stuart Scott. Kevin Frazier. These are diversity moves. Mm-hmm. You remember her? Oh, yeah. Now That's Michelle Beadle. Okay. Okay. She may have a valid point, is what I'm saying. I don't know if she, she I don't know if she can prove this one. Cause it's it's been divert in fact, if if ESPN was to make a diversity move, she should have gotten it. Cause it ain't nothing but black people up and down that show. Am I missing something? Are we watching the wrong NBA? Am I watching the wrong NBA countdown? And does I guess diversity includes gender? Which Well, that's a good question. I've I've definitely gone on my soapbox about this. Good point, Black. Okay. So she still would fit if you're talking about diversity move, right? Yeah. But Maria Taylor played ball in school, and she's as good. It was almost a two for one. So my thing is, if we're going to call it a diversity move, when ESPN has a track record of putting people of color in that position, is that really what was happening here? I think that's a stretch, in my opinion. Now, again... What she saw is probably, again, a very questionable culture behind the scenes with the worldwide leader. But I don't know if that was a diversity move because they have they have a precedent for putting black people in that position. Talk to me. Talk to me. I never looked at it that way. Talk to me. If I'm off, tell me. But I, I'm missing something here. I'm missing something. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. And Rachel Nichols is talented. She's connected. She will be fine. I also get why they why they sat her down for a little bit. So you think she just butt hurt? Absolutely. But that's fine too. You can feel a way about being passed up for something you was probably promised. Yeah, most people will feel a way about that. Does do you know she does uh, like football? I don't know. Because I know Maria Taylor, that's the one like Nick Snaven 
Snapdad on the. She she yeah, like she's again, everywhere. Yeah, she's she's everywhere. Okay, she's doing it all. I don't know how that. Like, I, don't I don't know. know I don't know how. I don't know how. And I'll be honest too. I've seen again people who again NBA the ESPN has a thing for putting people who have experience in that sport in a lot of different positions because Stephen A works all day long. He played ball though, right? Right. So again. I struggle, I struggle with seeing it from her perspective because I'm like, uh, if there was nothing but white people in this in this position up until this point, I would have to concede. But when I look at people who've been in that same chair you're complaining about, they black, sister. <laughs> I don't think you could, I, I think you kind of I think I don't think you could prove this one. This is a lot tougher, and that's what got her in trouble. That, to me, what got her. Also, if you're a journalist, and I think this is something that a lot of black people can agree with, and, and we I talked about it when I was a guest on Share the Mic podcast, is as black people, we work so hard just to be seen. In either the corporate environment or whatever, we work so hard to be seen, and we try to fight like <laughs> we know it is 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 this thing that we don't speak much of but there's even a fight to be the token uh, yeah. in a corporate environment yeah. right because there's perks that comes with that but the problem with that is that's a box that they put you in because when it's time for like senior level management and to invite somebody to the table Rarely are they asking the token because you're the you have a role already that we've carved out for you. You've you're the token, the box. yeah, right? Right. So really, you're seen, but you're not seen. Who are you talking about, Walker? Oh, you talking me. about somebody? You talking about me? Hey, like, hit dog with holler. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about you, but I'm just saying. The point I'm saying is that even even with being a token, you don't you don't they don't see you for real. As evidenced by, you just look at these corporations and how many of us are at the actual table making decisions and influencing these decisions, right? Senior level management, moving, it happens, but man, is it rare. Like, look at your company. Okay, get, <laughs> black, you, you see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Like, it happens. So when a black person gets there or when he, get, when he or she gets to a point, and someone says, or even have an undertone of the fact that you were there because of some initiative on the part of the company, it almost validates everything black people already feel about being in a predominantly white space trying to make a living and move up. That's what got her in trouble, bro. That's why some of her peers are looking at her a little sideways, particularly the black ones. That's what got her in trouble. Just think about this. Within the past year or so, how many companies have you seen appoint a diversity and inclusion officer at their company yeah, that's, that is black now? That <laughs> like is, they created a whole position very popular just for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Two years ago, you didn't even see that. Again, if there was no one black in this seat she's talking about, I would concede. But I don't, I, maybe they did, but it, they've done this before. 
They've done this before. So are you sure, Rachel? Are you sure? Are you really sure? And again, you remember last year, a year ago, I, w- I was talking about this. When we start talking about these things that cross racial lines, you better be having some facts. Because if you don't, if you can't prove it, you're in. You at the mercy of how it's perceived and how the company handles it. Her, them sitting her down, business decision. I was reading an article in, in Yahoo Finance today. Uh, I think it was Nielsen uh, Research Group or something. I think that's the name of it. Last year's NBA Finals or the playoffs, the viewership was 45% white, 55% non-white. The year before that, it was 46% white, 54% non-white. So if you're making a statement like that, and you already have a culture where you react to stuff, <laughs> that's business. We're gonna put the we're gonna put another person of color just to keep the 55% happy with you and us. Right? Right. You sit this one out. We ain't gonna fire <laughs> you. So you may want to sit this one out too. It's business. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. I'm not saying it's right, but it makes sense to me. Question. What you got? ESPN knew about this before it leaked. I'm sure they did. When you say leak, you mean the, in the New York Post? Yeah. Released a story about it. Right. I'm pretty sure they did. So why not? Culture. And you said this happened a year ago, right? Yeah. Happened a year ago. So I'm thinking if, if this was if this was caught like that that was <laughs> that was in the file room next to the Last Dance archives. Like like y'all got the tape. <laughs> but, but we're gonna wait to the NBA Finals. No, that's I think that's clever on, that, on that, behalf that, of the, that New was New York, Post. the New York Post. Yeah, I think that's clever on their behalf. That was a catalyst for this. Sure, sure, but it, it just makes me think it wasn't a problem when no one knew about it. I think if she had st- kept it at, hey, there was some promises made to me, they didn't deliver. I feel a way about it. You're good. Yeah, but she didn't expect to be recorded though. She didn't expect to be recorded. In fairness to her, she didn't expect for it for this isn't exactly the Paul Pierce situation. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But but again, it just speaks to me of the culture because I have a lot of unanswered questions about how that got out, how that wasn't addressed, the whole nine. They could have addressed that behind the scenes, put it to bed, and whatever. Right, right. But of course, again, it just speaks to whatever's going on behind the scenes. Okay. It's, it's goofy there. Yeah. Yeah. No argument there. But when you start getting into areas that have yet to be proven, it gets a little murky. Right. And depending on how it upsets your colleagues, other people of color, whatnot, you can land yourself in hot water. Steven Jackson, what you, what, what y'all, what you, oh, I do want to say this. this is a PSA. PSA. I got more to say on this. Sorry. This is a PSA for, for, for white people, okay? Whenever you say something that can be perceived as racist and you apologize, can you not use black people as props and furniture for your apology? We saw it with Rachel Nichols. I've seen it elsewhere. You speak and then black people just talk all about how good of a nice white person you are. And you was kind to us black folks. And and you got to believe her because she can't be racist because look how she treat. Can you leave us out of it? Because Kendrick Perkins and Richard Jefferson was not in that room when she said what she said. 
let's do one of three things. Let's have the person apologize sincerely by her by themselves and leave it alone. Or if you're going to have black people on on a set or with her, you're having a real conversation about what happened. Or don't do nothing. Let's do those. One of those three is fine by me. I just I just hate when we're used as furniture and props for this staged apology. Mm. I just don't like that. We had nothing to do with that. Leave us out of it. That's it. Okay. Steven Jackson, you agree with what he did? How did you feel about what Steven Jackson did? Mm. What did he do? He, he came go ahead, out. Go, he, go ahead, Gad. He came out guns blazing, coming at Rachel Nichols, and almost apologized for doing that, like within seconds, right? I thought he was uh, caping for. Her. Yeah, but there was a there was a there was a video that he pulled down. Oh, so he, he was going at Rachel. And uh, so so the the video people were responding was him fixing it. Right. And there's conspiracy around LeBron and his camp putting pressure on Steven Jackson to do that. This is where we get it to. I mean, but she was just on she was just on all I'm the smoke. With you now, this is where we go to the Illuminati stuff. Was, was he just on all the smoke with Steven Jackson and uh Becky with the good hair? <laughs> I don't know. I think she was. <laughs> I mean, because he was like, he, I mean, before all of this, Steven Jackson was ride or die for her because, like, back in the day, he used to give her interviews before he gave anybody else interviews in the locker room. That's, I mean, he said that before. Like, they were tight. Uh. I don't know. This is the part where it gets tangled for me. Okay. I ain't got nothing for Steven Jackson. <laughs> I have nothing for Steven Jackson. Did you hear that uh, the, the contract talks between Maria Taylor and ESPN have kind of uh, stalled? They've stalled out. She could be... Leverage. Going to Fox. She could be... Uh, I think ESPN is... And there's been conspiracy around, conspiracies around that, too. Um, With LeBron's camp? No. <laughs> Could you stop talking about LeBron and his camp? <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> but apparently... ESPN, We're about to get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt Carter knocking at the door. <laughs> um, apparently, ESPN was offering her $3 million for a new contract, and she wanted more. And so I think the talks have have died down. And the conspiracy was that someone close to her can't leak this audio Ooh. to New York Post to get it going. That's awesome. That's business, right? Had it worked, but apparently it didn't work. But like like Black so says, could, Fox will throw could, that bag could, at her. She could. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. But uh, yeah. So that's that. I thought that was interesting as well. That came out today. This is there. really tangled. So who knows? Rachel Nichols may be right back in that seat next year. So she may get out when she wants. Just a two-year delay, you know? The moral of this story is he may not come when you want him, when he wants to. Oh but he's always on time. So you, you be patient and wait, Rachel. You gave me perspective there. Thank you. About? That's how my viewpoints on the whole thing. Oh. Okay. Um, that, was a, that took a while. Let's talk about Shikari. Since you already mentioned her, 
She will not compete in any event during the Summer Olympic Games. Discuss a trash. Discuss. Okay, this has been a big story. Everyone, everyone, should, I mean, listen, Fox and Friends have been talking about it. So, oh, like, every, wow. everyone's been talking about this. So, what are your thoughts? Um, My thoughts are simple here, Walker, and they're not uh, aligned with popular opinion. All right. I like I like when we when we deviate from the norm. What you got? You you being an Olympic athlete, you are aware of the rules and the regulations. Mm-hmm. You have worked tirelessly more than a lot of other people to get that spot, even to qualify for the Olympics. Okay, you know. That sparking up is probably not the best thing for you to do during this time period. But also, you know that sparking up is frowned upon by the Olympic Committee, right? Sure. We can argue on if it should be or should not be. Well, those are two separate conversations. Right. I right. Think, I think a lot of people have conflated it and yes. made it one conversation. And that was my initial wave, Walker. What? what, what, what oh, what I, oh, I poured my emotions all over this thing. What snapped you out of it? It was, it, dude, have, having a w- Willie Reed, my cousin, who, uh, w- a Reed's Lemonade, who was a guest no, on the show. No, I didn't know that was Willie. I didn't know Willie Reed was of Reed's Lemonade. I had no clue about that, Gatry. Did not know that. Even though I did a podcast where he was a guest on and he introduced himself as Willie Reed of Reed's Lemonade, I didn't know that. That's that Willie Reed. Got it. Thanks for being cool, calm, and collective. Oh, uh, <laughs> where was I? Anyway, he he uh, he uh, competed in the the long jump in college, and he got a scholarship to Mississippi State. And uh, he and I were having a conversation about Lemonade? what what happens after that. <laughs> Just because if you if you got scholarship for that, like I was thinking, my cousin's about to be in the Olympics, and he broke it down for me. He was like, "Dude, you realize like <laughs> if I was gonna have a shot at the Olympics." This would have started well before my scholarship. So, like, I, I think about him and it not even being in the realm of possibility for him, right? Yeah. So, it magnifies the importance and the value of being an Olympic athlete. And it also shows that there's a lot that comes with it, right? Okay. So, when, when, I, when my initial emotions were like, oh, ban the Olympics or whatever... I was like, nah, Shikari's got a responsibility too. Just like the rest of us have responsibilities in modern day society. We know there are consequences for things, right? You have to know, somebody in your camp has to know. Now, they can't control what Shikari does for sure, but still, like, Shikari going out there and owning it, I give her mad props for that. But this outlash talking about ban the Olympics, come on, man. Like, like it, you're, you're right. They're two separate discussions. If we we're going to discuss should the Olymp- U.S. Olympic Committee, you know, rethink their stance on marijuana, we can have that conversation. I don't think that's a conversation for this recording. But in terms of Shikari, I think the, the outlash and everything, I think it's a little... Inflated. I, the I don't outlash, think the backlash, the backlash. Against, excuse me. Against, yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, and here's here's a question I want to pose to you guys, because I agree. I agree with everything you've said up to this point. So there's no no need for me to rehash. Do you agree, Black? You got a different oh, yeah. opinion? Okay. We all in agreement there. I don't have a problem with that. 
when she failed her drug test, she was suspended for 30 days. That was the suspension, right? When those 30 days are up, she still could, could compete because it's not like the Olympics will be going on within the window of this 30 day suspension. So if she serves her time of suspension, which I don't know what that means because there's no competition during this 30 day window, right? But if she serves her time, why come, how come she can't still go and compete in the Olympics? Cause she could do the, I think she could do the relays. That part's not important. I'm sorry. Um, no, she could. Yeah. I think that was one yeah, of the things that wasn't because they decided, I think the they, they decided what today or yesterday that she's not going to even do that. Right. Right. So what, what's the deal there? If she, if, if you hand it down a suspension of 30 days, how come she couldn't at least compete in the relay or do something at the Olympics? That I don't have the answer to. Any ideas, Black? I have no now idea. Now, that's that's the million-dollar question I want to know. Okay, I get everything up to this point, but if we're if the if the punishment was 30-day suspension for failing this drug test, how come she can't go to the Olympics still? There may be a good reason for it. I don't think the Olympics have given it. Or, or, the, or the USA team or whoever made this determination, I don't know if they've given a reason. I just want to know what the reason is because we can't necessarily blame this part of it on the drug test if she's already served the penalty or paid the price or the penalty for failing the drug test. Right. Yeah. Just inquiring minds. Yeah, I've, I have no, I have no read on that. I have no angle. Okay. Whatsoever. It's it's interesting though. Are you researching over there, Black? You looking up some stuff? Yeah, I'm just trying to see if the I guess the governing body, the USADA, cited anything, any new updates about it. I haven't heard anything. Mm. I looked, but right. but this is why you do what you do because you could probably find it. What Are you, you banning the Olympics? Am I banning the Olympics? Not banning. Are you boycotting the Olympics? No. For what? You're still watching. Why wouldn't I? Okay. I wanna. I don't have an answer to that walk. I don't. Sometimes you get on these, you know. <laughs> no, I need you to finish this. <laughs> sometimes you'll get on these waves to where you feel like you got to boycott stuff. I didn't know if this was another example of that. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you got, bro? That's all I had, Walker. Bill Cosby. We're not gonna talk about him. Oh, that's right. Discuss the trash? Yeah, let's discuss. I need more info on this because this wasn't my notes. You need more info on Cosby? Well, he's, I mean, free Cosby. Hashtag free Cosby. You okay. don't know why he's freed? Yeah, because, well, not 100%. That's why I come here. Have you taken a picture of the rock that you live under? Yeah, it's really dark, though, so you can't really see the whole rock. Okay, you took it while you was under it. Yeah, but you had to get here to the podcast, but you didn't You didn't bother to, to look back at the rock? No. You want to fill them in? Uh, what I understand, I think initially there was maybe a civil case where a prosecutor made a promise to Bill Cosby that if he testifies that he wouldn't be charged. That, and- that, that testimony wouldn't be used against him in an actual... Um, um, court uh, court, court of law. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he can be prosecuted for what he was going to test. Criminal case. It wouldn't yeah. be using a criminal case against him. But then later on, 
a second prosecutor came and used that same information to eventually get him convicted. But because the promise was made to him by the initial one, the second one should have never happened. The agreement, uh, that, was, the agreement that was handled. Yeah. <clears throat> and this was something I had argued a few years ago. Now, here's what I want to ask. Here's what I want to ask you guys. Here's what I want to ask you guys. I'm not getting no one in trouble. Is it possible? Because we we've seen we've seen how this is this. I, I watched this social experiment play out. We we saw what happened with Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is it possible to speak out about the injustice that happened from a legal standpoint? yet still be against the allegation or still frown down upon the allegation levied against Bill Cosby. Does that question make sense? In other words, can I speak out about the fact that Cosby was done wrong in this case, yet not condone what he's been alleged to have done? Does that question make sense? Yeah, I mean... Logically, yes, you can do that. That makes but if you asterisk, okay, proceed. What you got? We can't do that with R. Kelly. We can't do that with R. Kelly. What do you mean? What do you mean? So unless I unless I read your question wrong, you did. But continue. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I heard my question. Let's. I'm gonna have to take small bites out of this. All right. What do we know about R. Kelly? Do you understand the question? No. What, did you ask a question? So we can't even get to R. <laughs> Kelly until we understand. No, I, I'm. Can I can I not condone what he did, but he still be proven guilty? No, that's not what I said. Can we can we speak out about the injustice that happened during his trial? That led to him going to prison. Which was him sexually abusing women. No, 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 no. You're getting ahead of yourself. You're just talking about the the misrepresent, misrepresentation by them the taking Them oh, taking what happened okay. in the civil okay. trial and yeah. using it as key evidence in his criminal trial. Okay. Yeah, I'm reaching right now. I'm sorry. Can we speak out about that and still be... Against the rape or the drugging and all of that. Alleged. The alleged. Can is there a space for that to happen? Because it almost seems like you have to, you have to, if you're gonna speak out about how he was tried, you have to overemphasize as if you're some monster that oh I'm out of I'm not insensitive to, to people who have been raped in in this, that, and the third. Even though he's innocent at this point. Even though you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Can, is there a space? Because really and truly, this is what happened to Felicia Rashad. So can you speak out about the injustice about what happened? Now, you know, granted, Felicia went real hard. Yeah. But can you do that in this day and age? Or should you just shut up? <laughs> you really probably should shut up. What say you, Black? I think you should just shut up. 
Not not because I think you shouldn't. Not because you're not right. right. I just think we live in this society where the clapback society in the, in the Me Too movement where if you don't you're guilty smoke. until proven innocent. Right. And for you to speak out about how he was tried is is perceived as an endorsement of Cosby. I think two things can be true where you can not endorse what he's the allegations against him. You could be against that. You could frown down upon that, but allow the the process to play out. And, and because again, I feel that, and I guess my, this leads to my second question, unless there's some recorded testimony from a person who, who does this or drug someone or did, you know what I mean? How do we go back and prove something like this without compromising the integrity of the legal system? That's a good question. How, how do how do we and I'm, I'm not asking to get off a god I'm asking for people if if it was my sister if it was my niece right someone close to me and I found out that they had been molested or raped or drugged or whatever how can I prove that in a court of law years later if I don't have a testimony because it's going to be their word against the person that they're accusing. Right. Yeah. So how do I prove that? Again, to quote Denzel in Training Day, it's not what you know, it's what, what you, you can, can prove. prove. So how do you do that? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I I mean, personally, I have, I guess, questions about his whole situation and all the, I guess, the women that came forth because, like, I don't know, do you remember, uh, was it Darren Sharper? He was yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He he like drugged them without them knowing and oh for sure. And, but it seems like when I've read stuff about the Cosby case, he offered them stuff and they willingly took it. He right. didn't sneak it on them. Right. So I'm like, his situation is a little different. Like when I and, look at it, are, like in some cases, some of these people continued having dealings with him right. yeah because like i kind of look at it like the whole like drake situation when he was like he brought that girl Did out you say what now bad example the drake situation like okay bad example okay the drake situation who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends like he's a popular guy <laughs> and like when i just woman, tuned out okay like say a woman is coming to see drake i'm with you huh? and be alone mm-hmm. it's like in certain situations, like, okay, I'm coming to this stars, wherever, and I'm going to be alone with them. Uh-huh. What do you think they want to do? They you, they bring you back just to talk? Ooh, black, don't victim blame now. Don't be victim blaming. You I'm know. just saying, like, if, just like any. Anyway, I wish it, but, but woof. Woof. Remember, my name is black. B-L-A-Q-U-E. So. <laughs> I'm like, if you're going into a situation where you could be alone with this huge star, first of all, there, I mean, I'm not going to say it, say it, but like, there may be an assumption that like, hey, you come back to my place, you know who I am, you already know I'm married, first off, but I'm going to come and be alone with you, <clears throat> and then once I get there, he's going to offer you drugs, and you'll be like, okay, I'll take these quaaludes. Then something happened. Uh-huh. 
So I'm like, my whole issue is like, if you willingly took this stuff, if you willingly went back there, and then you went back there again. What you got to say about that, uh, Gatry? Gatry, Gatry. me out. Gatry, you lost him at Drake. Yeah. Y'all aren't going to slander Drake and expect me to be. But my own using Drake is like, if, if, a, if a Drake invites some woman back to his hotel room, you can, you, you can that, agree. Are you, you, you can agree with that. Are you, you are with, you basing you this on on something that Drake has allegedly done? This has nothing to do with Drake. It's just an is an example. Why, do, a, why not use anyone? Man. Why use anyone else? Okay, because one. Drake is a very I mean, it's almost a very good example because Drake is in his time a very powerful, successful guy, and Cosby in that time was a very powerful, successful. Why can't y'all guy? use somebody like Pat Beverly? <laughs> okay. But that's that's all I have to say about it. Okay, so what again? How do you prove this? Any of it? Any of it? Right? Without without without. I see where, I see where you're going. I don't have an answer. How but, do you prove yeah, this? Yeah. And so my only thing is that we ha- again. I I'm I am for. I'm not for believe all women. I am for hearing women and taking these allegations seriously. And doing your due diligence to determine if the allegation is true. And if it is true, take legal action and punishment against the person who's guilty of such. Right. That's what I'm for. Through the proper channels. Through the proper channels. And we have to do it. And again, creating an, a, an environment where when, when this stuff happens, and I know it's, this is the hurdle, but when it happens, women can talk about it then. Right? Because years down the road, what what can we really do about it? Unless the person is really ready to fess up. Right. What can we really do about it? So again, I, I, you've I been know, coming with some good questions tonight, Walker. I'm just, I just wonder, I'm just wondering, dude, some knee buckling questions. Because again, I know that triggers some people when I say, I don't believe in believe all women, but listen, Emmett Till is and the people connected to him aren't for the believe all women because they believed her and she lied on that man and he got mutilated. No, 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 no. What you're saying is factual. We know about these are the ones we know about. Right. There's a story recently about a kid, a student in Southern California, a girl claimed that, that, that a guy, that a, that a guy raped her. And what about my guy? Uh, was it Kansas? In Kansas, who's yeah. in the student who lost his yeah. basketball? Yeah, I don't know if it was a he, basketball. He won basketball, oh, but I think he had academic scholarship. Yeah, he was oh, a regular, okay. regular student, but Showing yeah, something. in prison, yeah. in prison. But the kid at USC, they had evidence to actually like he avoided jail time, but he still got kicked out of school. Oh yeah, they did a movie on him, right? The football player, Brian. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. But but again, Brian Banks. Is that who you're talking about? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but yeah, but, but that's my point. Like, this is why we so people lie. Yeah, we have to prove and vet this stuff out. I'm not Walker, for the belief. I'm not for that. I know, but man, that's touchy. What do you mean it's touchy? I mean, but Bill Cosby is going to be guilty in the court of public opinion for the rest of his life. Regardless. For the rest of his that's life, a fact, yeah. For the rest of his life, the not the not believing all women. Mm. Who do you because hold up? Because why is that hard? Why is that hard? Because who do you believe? When you know you have clear evidence and see for black men, that has not worked out well for us. If my sister's mother or wife 
says something, I'm going to believe them. They're women. Okay. So I just said the blanket statement is what gets at me. You know you can't believe everybody, Gatry. You've seen other women. You you know they've lied, right? You've even seen your blood, your loved ones lie. <laughs> so we're gonna. It just seems like a harsh thing to say. But we're gonna throw away the whole legal system to believe a woman. I'm not I saying mean, that. Just Walker. think of all the. Care- I just think that's could- what that statement is about. But Gatry, just think of all the Karen videos you just saw over the past year where. She call and be like, the, the oh, woman black in New York attacking me. The new, the woman in the New York. Watcher. Should we believe her? But when it should hits, we believe her? When it hits home, it's gonna hit a little different, right? Oh sure, sure, it's gonna hit differently. But are we gonna throw away the legal system? Or should we hear women out, take their allegations seriously, investigate, bring up charges? Prove it in a court of law that what she said is actually true and get that man off the street. Should that be the approach? Yeah. Or should we just create a, just lynch a man because a woman said something? Does it sound like you're saying believe all women and men are guilty? I'm not saying that. I'm not so saying that. Men, that's what it's saying. No, that's what it is saying, Gatry. That's if, not what I'm saying. If we're saying believe all women, then we're saying that the man did something. That means he has no voice. So you're so if we're saying believe all women, we're saying women I'm, never. I'm more tell- so leaning into the the reciprocated version of that statement. Don't believe all women. No, no, no. I didn't say don't believe. It's not that black. It's, and not, white. it's not that black. Again, I'm nuanced. I'm saying take what they're saying seriously. We gotta run it through the process. Trust but verify. And and there you I'm go. I'm not against that part. I'm not against that part. Okay. It's just it just sounds it's but again, you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying because we gotta ask ourselves some questions. I just th- I just think if a if a similar situation falls in your lap and it's involving the women that you're close to. You're gonna have a different tune, different tone on this thing. But there are more women in the world than just the ones you know. True, and that's but, an, that's but if very all women is gonna be in the statement, we have to include those. So, so if we believe all women, then what do we do with that? What do we do with that? So now that we believe that's all another women, conversation. so we believe all women. That's another conversation. So we believe all women. So what's what? What do we that's do? An, that's another with this conversation. Belief? That's another conversation. Action follows belief. So we believe the woman. What are we gonna do? Convict all men. That's another conversation. And you're a man. That should really hit home with you, sir. So if you get accused, you're guilty. You're okay with that. That's another conversation. Don't, don't, don't cop out. We're right here. I'm not copping out. We're not here to talk about that. That's a cop out. This isn't a podcast. No, we're not here to talk. (laughs) Well, y'all wouldn't let, y'all wouldn't let me take Shikari's uh, situation to another conversation. We agree. So why do y'all get to take this? Take it to where? We agree with you. When we were evaluating whether the U.S. Olympic Committee should decriminalize marijuana, y'all didn't want to take it there. I said, I said, don't take it there. You said it was two different conversations. You did say that. No, I didn't. Which implies we're not talking about the U.S. Olympic Committee. No, that's not what I was going with that. That's not what I meant when I said that. What did you mean? I said those. My point of saying that is people are conflating the issue. 
They're two separate conversations because on one hand, we should talk about should they do away with that rule? Okay, let's talk about it since we're... Since it's we're, two conversations is all I'm saying. Well, we're having a second one now. So, yeah. No, 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 no. Y'all can't take... Because yeah, we've moved on from Shikari. Y'all okay. can't take it away then put it back when y'all want to talk about what y'all want to talk no, about. No, you misunderstood us. That's your bad. I, we can talk about it, Gatry. I thought I was the only one to hear that can move goalposts. Man, give, give him the board back. He got too much time on his hand. He overthinks Gatry, you misunderstood us. You I got said- a goalpost on your shirt. How are you moving that? Please give him the board back. <laughs> he don't know what he's doing. Gatry, what are you doing, bro? What are I'm you asking doing? questions. You're asking, but again, I just answered your question. I said it's two separate conversations because the first conversation is the first conversation is how dumb of a rule is this? Okay, let, let me elaborate on what I meant so you can understand. Should this even be a rule to begin with? Should we be penalizing people for failing a drug for failing a drug test for a substance that has nothing to do with enhancing their performance? Okay? If anything, I would think it would lower your performance when you consider the effects that weed has on people, right? right. So why are they being why are you being punished and that's considered a a, a substance that, that's a performance enhancing drug, right? That's stupid. Most people feel like this is stupid. But in my opinion, you want to know what else is stupid? The fact that in less than two months, I got to go back physically into the office to work. That's a stupid rule. I've enjoyed being at home, as we talked about a few weeks ago, being an introvert. But guess who's going to be in the office in less than two months? This guy. Because it's a rule I have to follow. Right? So there's a conversation happening of should this not be a banned substance and was she wrong? Those are the two conversations. I'm fine with having the other conversation. I was just pointing out that people are marrying these two conversations together when they should keep them separate. That was what I meant. Now, does that make sense? Does that look like I'm avoiding a conversation or do you want to go for it? You'll hear it when, when we play it back. You'll hear it and you'll understand where I'm coming from. I don't even think you're hearing me, but whatever. What'd you say? You got anything else about Cosby? No. Or, or do you want to talk about R. Kelly and how how it's similar to? Well, to I I admitted out that I heard the question wrong. Relax, guy. Yeah, he realized that it's more similar to Drake than R. Kelly. And there's silence. Shoutouts. Easy Walker. What do you mean easy? It's okay for us to debate. Well, we're debating on stupid stuff. Okay, well, then let's move on. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, you want to have a conversation about it. Let's talk about it. Let's move on if we're debating about stupid stuff. Because you didn't come here for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought, okay. Tell me. T- tell me. Did I articulate that? Did I fix that? Yes. So that he could understand and he, he refused to harp on what he understood earlier. Yeah, let's do it in a recording. Okay. You don't have anything else about this whole Cosby thing because I think we got on the subject of two different conversations here too. Shout outs. <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> I have Chris Ganzi of Brooklyn, New York. Chris Ganzi is the owner of Delview Biscuits and Beer in Brooklyn. One of less than 40 black-owned breweries in the United States. 
I have trouble saying the word brew, brewery. It's okay. You did, you did your best. <laughs> they make beer. <laughs> they make beer. So inspired by his grandmother, because um, seeing biscuits served with beer at a beer producing facility is not common. Not good but, for your diet either. <laughs> But family roots to South Carolina, uh, Chris Gansey was inspired by his grandmother's cooking and in particular, these pimento cheese biscuits that she used to make. Yeah. And what's crazy is to this day, she won't give him the recipe, but she has (laughs) tried it and she vouches for it. That's typical. That's typical. Trade secret. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, typical. So anyway, I love, I love this guy's story and I, and I'll get to my, my shout out part, but uh, for father's day, uh, a few years ago, it doesn't say exactly when, his wife got him a homebrew kit for beer. Now, Chris never drank beer <laughs> before then. Yeah. <laughs> so he started brewing beer in his garage, and he started shaping it to a taste that he likes. And so then he started sharing it, and obviously, you know, he just grew and grew and grew to where he got his own brewery. <laughs> I have to say that very slowly. So uh, this is a this is a great situation. Uh, Chris Chris's platform now is he's trying to get the spotlight shined on more black owned breweries just because the ratio is so lopsided, mm-hmm. and um, he's doing that through his own brand in Brooklyn, and he's partnered with a lot of other uh, black people who are looking to start their own brew as well. So, um, unconventional story. This dude has uh, been wildly successful in Brooklyn with this. I think this is dope. Shout out to Chris Ganzi. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my shout out goes out to the one, the only, Master P. Hmm. Now... You know that on the 1st of July, actually the day before on June 30th, the NCAA decided that players would be able to, as of July 1st, be able to profit off of their name, image, and likeness, affectionately known as NIL, right? So this includes the ability to sign an endorsement deal with the company, Right to be kind of like a brand ambassador or spokesperson for a particular product, and we've been seeing in the recent days players actually get some deals. Um, you also are able to to start your own business or form your own LLC. Right, uh, players can also start camps where they bring in kids to like you know do drills and that whole nine. Uh, social media, you can leverage your social media. Uh, you can create your own brand, uh, the whole nine. Like these, these are these are uh, things that the NCAA recently ruled. However, the of course the universities cannot officially hand these kids a check or pay them anything, right? So, not long after this became official, Hersey Miller, Master P's son, signed a two million dollar endorsement deal with Web Apps America. Now. What's so cool about Web Apps America is it's a tech company that has already previously committed to supporting HBCUs. So Master P had been working for on a deal for his son because he saw this day coming and got him two million dollar two million dollar endorsement deal. But of course, this kid comes from money. It's not like Master P and then we're hurting. Uh, he is encouraging his son to 
do what he does and give back to the community. And I read where he is doing something for uh, kids going back to like school, giving them backpacks, giving them, you know, things, supplies they need for school. He's also encouraged him to share some of his profits and fortune with his uh, teammates to keep morale going. Uh, he also is his, his biggest thing is that he's encouraging families that have student athletes at these schools to not try to go for your Nikes and these big companies, because these companies are already endorsing professional athletes. They're not really going to go down to the collegiate level to try to go after these kids. So what he's encouraging them to do is go after companies like web apps, America or like companies who are ready, ready to become publicly traded so that they have a lot of money to give and get people behind their product, behind their company and what they're bringing to the table. So I just want to shout out master P for not only working to get other athletes like his son sign these big deals that would transform their lives. People who may not be able to play at the professional level, but have an opportunity to maximize off of their name, image and likeness at the collegiate level and how he's encouraging and educating families to do so in a way that will benefit their kid for the long haul. So shout out to that brother. Who played themselves? Walker, let's go back to South Carolina. I've got Marcy Schaffer or Marcy Schaefer. The second one sounds better. Okay, we'll go with Marcy Schaefer. Marcy has a form was a former prison guard uh, at a women's correctional facility. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Krispies. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> hmm. So. Uh, Marcy, a very established uh, a guard at a prison, she somehow got the bright idea that she would smuggle prescription drugs in by way of Rice Krispie Treat <laughs> to female inmates. <laughs> so check. I was thinking about a different story. Go ahead. Okay. So check this out, Walker. It get it gets re- it gets really thick. So she would she would take the Rice Krispie Treat unwrap it, have the physical Rice Krispies treat and jam these peels into the Rice Krispies treat, right? Well, the original packaging, you can't do anything with that. So she has to put it in a plastic bag, a clear one. Yeah, because whatever, what other plastic bag could you put in? <laughs> so, um, I'm with her so far. Okay, so <laughs> she she gets away smuggling the stuff in, right? But uh, in the in the report, according to this article, she was actually labeling the plastic bags with the particular prescription drug she was putting in the Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> so, you know, you could only get away with foolery for so long. Caught her on camera, passing out baggies to female inmates. Question her. She denies it. Of course. As, as uh, again, according to the article... They have the pla- the clear plastic bag with a Rice Krispie treat with drugs injected into it, right? So um, her defense didn't go over well. They had enough evidence on her. She, uh, yeah, the, the article says it's even photo evidence. She was charged with possession of narcotics with the intent to distribute. 
She's currently facing one to 10 years in prison. This is just absolutely dumb, Walker. So? So. Which one? I don't know. Ren? You idiots! Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there, sir. My player of the week goes out to David Graham. Now, Gatcher, are you, you and Black, are y'all familiar with the statement, if you build it, they will come? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you also heard of the statement, you go to where the people are? Yep. Okay. David Graham is kind of the latter. Now, you listen, and there's nothing wrong with either approach because the end of the day, you're targeting the people who want what you have to offer, right? So David Graham is, uh, he has a business sense. I don't, I wouldn't consider what he has as a legitimate business, but unfortunately he's in a little bit of trouble. Uh, and it started with the police deputies arresting a man after complaints of a suspicious person hanging out around a drug rehab center. Now, during this investigation and search, deputies said they found cocaine, marijuana, and drug paraphernalia on 37-year-old David Graham. So David uh, was arrested, and he faces several charges, including possession with an intent to sell and or deliver cocaine and maintaining a vehicle for a controlled substance. He is currently at the Robeson County Detention Center under a $250,000 bond he is referred to Satan himself for going out of his way to basically sell drugs at a rehab center. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Did he team up with Marcy? <laughs> this sounds okay. They may be related. They may be related. But this is just wrong on so he many is. levels. Like again, like hey, I hear you're trying to uh, get better, but uh, hey, yeah. hey, you know you, you sure, <laughs> you sure? One thing's for sure, two things for certain. Um, David's going away for a long time, Ren. You idiots! That's all I got, man. Y'all got anything else? <sighs> Feel like I need a Molly after that. <laughs> well, David can't help you out with that. Well, let's go ahead and get out of here, man. Listen, thank you guys for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode. Please do us a favor on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this podcast on. Please be sure to follow us there so you'll be notified when we release new content. Also, please go to social media and follow us at the T-H-A tipping point one word on Instagram and the Twitter. We also have a YouTube page where we put out content and our videos. You can actually see us. So go there, subscribe to our channel and like some of those videos you're watching. Please go check us out. That helps us out a ton. And let us stand for the benediction so we can get out of here. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. Go in peace. Have a great, wonderful, safe, productive weekend. As always, I am Caesar Walker. That guy over there is Ronnie Gatry, and we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening.